It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Get ready for a night of electrifying action as your Utah Jazz return to Delta Center, taking on the Memphis Grizzlies. And last time, the Jazz were in the building. It went to the wire, and the Jazz blew off the roof with a late-game win over the L.A. Clippers. Clarkson guarded by Kawhi. Clarkson fires the three. Hit it! Clarkson! Last season, the Jazz asserted their dominance with two early season victories against the Grizzlies. And now they're poised to recreate that success. The Grizzlies have been battling it. Suspension. And the Jazz are determined to seize that opportunity to gain an edge before their in-season tournament matchup next week. Take note, Jazz fans. It's time for tip-off as the finisher, Lowry Markkinen, and the Utah Jazz take on Desmond Bain and the Memphis Grizzlies next on Jazz Basketball. It's the nonstop NBA, and tip-off is now. Let's continue to watch the boards, in particular the offensive glass for the Jazz, are first in the league at 16 per game. 34% of all misses they're getting themselves. They're also the seventh-best defensive rebounding team. We're underway, cool colors tonight. Jazz are in the black and spotlight yellow. Grizzlies are in their powder blue. And a whistle immediately, a legal defense on Jaron Jackson. Well, Scott Morrison knew this was coming before the ball game when he said to us, depending what they're going to do defensively, here's what Scott Morrison said about Memphis's defense as Lowry shoots the technical free throw. No, I think it's pretty much the same. They, we talked about their aggressiveness, you know, fighting us for spots on catches and, and fighting over the top on little post-ups and elbow catches and things like that. They're a very heavy gap team. I mean, they're, they're shifted over to the nail. They're shifted into the gaps from the weak side. So... In theory, we should be able to move the ball a little bit if we uh, decide to pass. Uh, on the other hand, it's going to be tough if we get in the paint. They're going to be collapsing on us and, and getting hands on the ball and things like that. Markin and pops off of a set play left side, hits the three to start the day. Lowry hitting 44% of his threes to start the season. Thought maybe they would go right back to that first play that they wanted to run, but Bob to the basket. Jaron Jackson dunks as Walker Kessler. Couldn't get up to defend it. Well, he was turned around. I think he turned the wrong direction looking for, for Jackson. Jackson went behind and went baseline. Interesting matchup. Marcus Smart guarding Lowry Markin, and He's about 10 inches shorter, but he's so physical. Kalen Horton Tucker, they switch Smart onto him, into the post, and Markin's being fouled by Bain. So the Grizzlies have good defensive players. Marcus Smart's a former defensive player of the year. Bain's not as good, actually. Bain, if you look at the numbers, comes out with some, some real problems defensively. It might be where the Jazz shoot a little bit tonight. Zaire Williams is an elite athlete at 6'9". Jaron Jackson, defensive player of the year. And Tillman's really solid. Popping out far side is Clarkson, who's really struggling right now. Jordan drives in the lane, gets his shot blocked by the long-armed Williams. Last two games for Jordan have been a bit of a foolish nightmare in Halloween season. Especially against the Denver Nuggets. Right corner, smart, catch and shoot three, no good. Long rebound, Clarkson, 4-2 Jazz. Jordan comes to the front court, crosses over to Horton Tucker. Behind the back, crosses between the legs, works the left-hand dribble into the black paint. It's about to double dribble, so he won't touch the ball, and then Bain picks it up, and Horton Tucker immediately fouls it. 
excellent chance to get into that secondary break that they want. All right, let's so talk about that. At this morning. You use that uh, phrase a lot for secondary break. What does it mean? What does secondary break mean? It, it, it's an early offense is what it is, and, and they worked on it quite a bit this morning. Uh, after a missed shot, I mean, it's not like you're really racing up the floor, but you're going at a certain certain pace, and once you, you want to push the ball ahead, first of all, if you can. And if, and, and if not, then once you get over the half-court line, now you push it ahead, you get into something because your spacing is there, and you can make some things happen. 4-2 Utah, Marcus Smart playing the point, acquired from Boston in the offseason. High pick and roll with Jaron Jackson, he swings left side to Jackson. Driving on Kessler, crosses over, puts up the hook shot, misses, marking and boards. He just might have to rush that shot. Collins, beautiful crossover, attacking Tillman to the basketball, wedgies between the glass and the rim, and that'll be a jump ball. So, so you know whenever you drive to the basket, Jaron Jackson is coming. He's a shot blocker. He's third in the league in block shots, just over three again. Defensive player of the year last year. Marcus Smart has that award as well, as they have two of those defensive player of the years on the team. Marcus Smart is just a bulldog. He'd fight anyone. Fight meaning he'll battle you to the end out there on the floor. Kessler and Jackson jumping it up. Scott Wall trying to toss it. Tap is controlled by the powder blue uniforms of the Grizzlies. Here's Bain, their leading scorer, driving, floating too hard with a rebound, Kessler. Grizzlies offense comes in at 25th in the NBA. It's been a tough start for them. Ron, why'd you throw your hands in the air? Because Clarkson had an excellent chance to start the secondary break and didn't do it. Collins misses the corner three. Rebound comes to Jaron Jackson, the 6'11 Michigan State product. Goes coast to coast and it's fouled at the rim. Let's go back to Scott Morrison again. Here's what he said about the secondary break and what the Jazz are trying to run. So after a miss, we're generally trying to run down and get someone on the rim. Doesn't really matter who it is. If Walker's trailing the play, we'll have someone else to the rim, for example. If we can't get something early on the attack, we'll get to something very simple like a pin down out of the corner or a little flip at the top and try to just keep attacking before they get set. Obviously on makes and dead balls, we're going to call play and maybe have some different spacing. But by and large, on misses, we'll probably look to be four out with a guy at the dunker spot by the rim there and just try to put pressure on the rim and, and, and with penetration. Tied at four after Jackson makes the free throws. Markinen has scored all four for the Jazz. Jackson has scored all four for the Grizzlies. Collins comes out of the corner, set play, crossover dribble, beautiful drive to the rack. Jackson comes over and fouls it. Now there's the one Achilles heel in Jaron Jackson Jr. As great as he might be, and that is the foul. Often, almost always, in foul trouble. Yeah. Four games, he had 17 fouls Woo. already in this ball in, in, in the early season. <clears throat> but he's one that challenges shots. He wants to block all the shots, doesn't use positioning, trying to stay in front of his man. He wants to block the shot. He's an interesting case because you want to be careful about it, but at the same time, you do want to attack him because you can get him into foul trouble. You know, one of our things that we, I think Will is concerned with as well is our free throw shooting here, David. And they split the free throws here. John Collins does, 5-4. Smart at the top. He assumed the point guard rolls in Boston and really helped them turn the corner. He'll pull for a three-pointer off the bounce, no good. Out hustling the Jazz for the rebound is Tillman. Three Jazz players watch. Tillman ran through him to get it. Out to Jackson for three, rattles around. Collins boards this one. Jazz have been very good on the boards this year. Clarkson on the far side. 
Back-to-back struggles. Works himself in the lane. Throws to the wing to Collins. Back to Clarkson. Guarded by Williams, who's longer than Clarkson. To Smart, the great one-on-one defender. Top to Horton Tucker. Driving, bounces back to Jordan. Beautiful move in the lane. Floater up and in. Jordan just five of his last 20 in the last two games. Nine of his last 33. Left corner, Williams for three. Good. And that's a big shot for them because Zaire Williams is shooting just 32% from three and we're tied at seven. Tenth player picked in his draft. What do you think of him? He had a terrible year at Stanford in that COVID year. They, but Memphis has drafted guys they like, not the consensus. And Horton Tucker turns it over again as he tried a nifty little dribble there. Big concern there for the Jazz. Turnovers averaging 15 a game this year. Oh boy, he really. Yeah. <laughs> Tied at seven. Here's Smart, played at Oklahoma State. Kind of fits the Grizzlies motif. Bounce pass stolen by Clarkson. Got his right hand down low, lobs it up high to Collins, slam dunk. JC squared. You asked the teammates of Collins on the, of, of anyone on the team, and they'll tell you Collins is the best dunker. He's very creative when it comes to dunking the basketball. One and three Jazz against the 0-4 Grizzlies. It's 9-7 Utah early. Mid-block right, Jaron Jackson. Guarded by Kessler. Left hand dribble to the lane. Running hook up and in. Nice move by Jaron Jackson. And then Jackson and Kessler get tied up on the ground. Now Kessler's sprinting the floor. It's a four on four right now. About to be a five on four. And Collins nails the corner three. John shooting 30% on threes so far. And the Jazz getting some corner threes against the Grizzlies who don't usually allow them. Williams fires again. This is a brick. Rebound Markinen who leads the Jazz at 10 boards a game. We, we were expecting 43-point shot attempts per team. And the Grizzlies allow an awful lot of threes, Ron. In fact, the Grizzlies this year are tw- allow the third most amount of threes in the league. Second most, excuse me. And the Jazz have allowed an awful lot themselves. The Jazz will run. The Jazz allow 41% of opponent shots to be threes. And the Grizzlies allow 43% of opponent shots to be threes. So I would think if that's average, we could be really with a lot of three balls flying. It's 12-9 Utah. We have our first time out. 7-14 left here in the first quarter in Salt Lake City. Coach's South Flash. Is that how we want to play? Is that the type of shot we want to generate on offense? Is that the type of shot we're willing to live with on defense? Understanding that we're playing against the best players in the world and there are nights where they make a lot of hard shots. You know, that's definitely priorities for us. You know, the rim, corner threes, keeping teams off the free throw line. We're not trying to lock down, know that what you're going to live with, so to speak. And then when teams are, you know, beating you with what you want to live with, then you're going to have to adjust and, and we're prepared for that too. Jazz already have two corner threes. Spurs substitution night, Keontae George and Kelly Olenek, along with Colin Sexton. This is a little earlier for Keontae than we've seen him all year. So it's Sexton, George, Clarkson, corner three, up and in. Olenek and Collins. And Jordan Clarkson gets his first three in three games. And that was over Tillman, not a bad defensive player. Nair Williams inside, tries to pass to Tillman, goes off his right hand and out of bounds. 15-9, Utah. Deontay George, 16th pick out of Baylor, left side, Olenek, Clarkson has it, he has scored two in a row. 
Right side, Sexton driving in deep the defense. Hands to George. Layup good. Nice play by Collins. 17 to 9, Utah. Good little run here by the Jazz. 8 0. And double dribble on Desmond Bain. Scott Wall, veteran official. You can't do that in this league. Tony Brothers. Veteran official. Also with us tonight. Is that Justin Van Dyke is in third? It is. So bad when you can name the officials by just looking at them. <laughs> I don't know what, I mean, really, it's this like. Is, it just means they've had longevity in this league, yeah. and, and so have yeah, we. Yeah, right. Here's Keontae, double stagger, working run left to right. Keeps the dribble alive. Top to Clarkson, guarded by Bain, their least good defensive player. Driving, spinning, fading, and scoring. Now, I'm going to say this. Watch Jordan Clarkson a lot this morning. And what did I say? He's hot. Smart gets in the lane. Eight-footer, no good. Rebound. Olenek, Jazz on a 10-0 run, leading it 19-9. Clarkson has scored seven in a row. Shoves off on Williams, top to Olenek. Ball fakes Roddy, gets in the lane. Olenek travels. Fake the pass, took an extra step. Yeah, the pass would have been to Clarkson right there all along, top of the key. Marcus Smart, one of the best isolation defenders in the league. Jaron Jackson, very good. Jaron Jackson's .93. Marcus Smart's about .9. Desmond Bain this year. Allows 1.08 in isolation. Keep an eye if the Jazz can exploit them like they have in two of the last three possessions. 19 to 9. Here's Bain. Step back three off the bounce. Hit it. Last year he hit 40% of his off the bounce threes. Only seven players in the league did that. Quite a player after being picked 30th in the league. Collins Congrats. Sexton driving. Finds a cutting Collins. Left corner of Lynch. Ball fakes. Off balance dribble, throws to the corner to Clarkson, rotates top to Sexton. Five on the clock, he'll shoot the three and tickle the climb. Now, I'm sure Peter Jenkins would be just okay with that defense. Because that was a tough shot, that was made. Above the break three, I think he's all right with two. Tillman on the roll, missed the layup. Rebound comes down to Clarkson. Jordan on the run. Left side, guarded by Williams, the long arm defender. Top to Sexton, he'll fire the three again. He'll back rim it, and the rebound comes down to Bain. 22-12 Utah. Bain, rise and fire from five feet behind the line. No good. Tillman's rebound knocked out of bounds. Tillman will crash every single time. Sharp shooting Luke Kennard comes in. Had a brief stint in the concussion protocol. Well, you mentioned Tillman. He leads them in offensive rebounds, but only with nine in four games. They are not a particularly elite offensive rebounding team. Never have been or actually were with Steven Adams, fifth best in the league last year. Here's Clarkson, left-hand drive, hangs in the air, tries to throw it up top to the high quadrant, instead ends up in the crowd. They cut away the corner from him, and he was in the air with nowhere to go. Yeah, Marcus Smart defensive, did the job. Defensive player of the year. 2014, you and I were talking, and I was not a Marcus Smart fan at that time. Danny Ainge was. He drafted him. Yeah. Pass down low to Tillman. Coming from behind. Collins knocks it away. Sexton has it. Left-hand dribble into traffic. Travels. Collins started to think for a second. He was driving. He had a guy on the left, a guy on the right. You could literally see him kind of almost not be sure which one he wanted to take. And he jump stopped and then took an extra step out of it. 22-12 Utah. Kennard. Over to Williams. 
not a good three-point shooter, misses this one. Rebound comes down to Clarkson. Jordan's very active tonight. Seven points, three rebounds, two assists. Gives to Collins. John finds Sexton, breaks the 45, gets on top of the 10, fouled at the 10, hard by Tillman, who came over to block it, and Clarkson and Collin is on his hands and knees in the, like, bear crawl pose right now. He went up with two hands. I wonder if he got hit in the midsection there. Uh, below the belt section? Or maybe below the, the belt. Could be. Takes a minute to get that knot out of his or stomach. He might have, yeah, I think he's either got a knot in his stomach or he got a knee in the stomach. One of the two. If we can hear him talk, we'll know. Ron thought that was funny. Might be the first joke in 13 years together he's laughed at. Well, I heard that one. Free throw from Collins, good. Jazz are playing Collins almost exclusively off the ball now. If you watch tonight, Ron, he has not brought the ball up a single time. Deontay has, Jordan has, and he plays on the off-ball side. This is when he had his best plays a year ago. He had those three or four games where he really got going. It was when he came off second side actions. 14 points, 50% shooting last year. So far this year, just 41% shooting. None of the Jazz guards have clicked in yet. 24-12, Jazz by double digits. Kennard left side. Into the post, Jackson, about 18 feet out. Now 14, pushes back to Kennard. Hesitates, drives, floats up the left-hander, no good. Rebound tipped around, Jackson going after it. It's gonna go off Sexton out of bounds. 14 on the shot clock. Luke Kennard's game is catch and shoot threes, as will be the case for John Conchar that will come in later tonight. If you, every time you make them dribble, you hear me say Kennard's put it on the deck, Conchar's put it on the deck, the Jazz defense has done their job. Inbound to Smart over the top of Keontae, catches it one feet away and puts it up and in, 24-16. Keontae George, Colin Sexton, Jordan Clarkson, Kelly Olenek, Sean Collins. Jazz, Keontae has it. Jaron Jackson switched out to him. Corner to John Collins. Puts it on the deck. Flares back to Keontae. Pump fakes. Drives off balance. Runner, no. Olenek tips it up and in on the weak side. 26-14, Jazz by 12. Smart near side. One for four in the quarter. Pick and roll with Jackson. Into the post with Jackson. Keontae overplays. Misses. Jackson goes to the rim to Duncan Clarkson. Fouls him. 26-14, a great start for the Utah Jazz. They lead the Memphis Grizzlies by 12 on a 17-5 run here in Salt Lake City. Players sound flash. Just analyze the game a little bit more um, intensely and sort of just attack each game differently. I'm not saying that as it's, as it's hard as I can't figure it out, but you know every game is different and it's just gonna, and, you know continually changing throughout the 82 game season. Can't get too high, can't get too low. It's a long season, things are gonna happen, you know, and like I said, for us, we just gotta stay the course. We put in the work, we control, we control, and that's putting ourselves in a position to go out there and make shots and make the right play on both ends. That's John Collins and Marcus Smart to Eastern Conference foes, now in the Western Conference. That player sound flash is brought to you by Vivid. Smart homes aren't a trend, they're the future, and Vivid makes them even smarter, a jazz game only gets better when you're not wondering if everything's okay at home. So go to Vivint.com today to get your smart home peace of mind. Our Will Hardy and Taylor Jenkins sound earlier tonight was brought to you by 
our friends over at Newskin. Newskin's a proud sponsor of the Utah Jazz. Newskin, discover the best deal. 26-16 Utah. Keontae George, Ochai Abaji now. Colin Sexton with a back cut on the left baseline, gets it from Kelly Olenek and lays it up and in. So it's Abaji, George, Sexton, Olenek, and Markinen. Markinen in for Collins, Abaji in for Clarkson. Desmond Bain, one dribble to his right, fires the three and hits. One of the most deadly off-the-bounce three-point shooters in the NBA. He definitely is, but always got the three well. Olenek, catch and shoot, angle left three, perfect. 31 to 19. Grizzly, opponents of the Grizzlies this year have been shooting the three at 42%, and the Jazz are shooting it well here early. Bain in the lane, floats it out, misses. Marking on the board, Jazz on the run, four on four, Linux far side. Turns his back, cross-court pass to Sexton. Sexton stops in the lane, back to Linux. Linux tries to drive on the diminutive defender, kicks back up to Sexton for three that hits. Taylor Jenkins has got to feel a bit snake bit right now. Because the Jazz are now six of eight from three. And the Grizzlies have just been torched all year so far from three. Jaron Jackson in the lane, left hand hook, no. Rebound to Linux. Jazz 34, Memphis 19. Jazz shooting 71%, marketing for three. And he hit! The Jazz are throwing it out of Hulu! And Taylor Jenkins is called timeout and is calling his University of Penn professor and saying, I studied statistics and this is improbable. Seven of nine from three for the Jazz. Markinen with two, Collins with one, Clarkson with one, Sexton with two, and Olenek with one. And the Jazz lead it by 18 with 125 left. And you're Taylor Jenkins, Ron Boone. What are you thinking right now? I'm thinking, what can I do here? Call a timeout, see if the Jazz cool off. But it's got to be concerned, as we talked about, Will, you're okay with them making tough shots, hard shots. I, 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 and I'm not so sure. That these are hard shots? That these are last shots. one was. But yeah, the last one was, yeah. Here's a, I literally asked Taylor Jenkins in the pregame press conference today, like, do you just think you've been unlucky? Here's the way it works. Over the course of 82 games, the standard deviation between what opponents shoot from three gets really small. The league average on above the break threes is like 36%, and the best team is like 34, and the worst team is like 38, and it actually comes down to luck. It really does. Right so, now, opponents are shooting 44% against the Grizzlies to open the year on above the break threes. The league average is 36%, and the Jazz have come out today, and they have hit five of their first six on above the break threes. And, and I think offensively, if you're getting the shots you want, they're not falling, I mean, there's not a lot you can do. But when you're not getting the shots you want through your execution, that's a problem. Grizzlies down 18 with the basketball. Payne between the circles, off the Jackson pick. Steps back for a tough three left side, no good. He's forcing it a little bit without John Morant. Marking it with another board. Sexton conducting traffic. Lobs to Olenek. They bring a double. Slicing to the basket. Is marking, they throw over the top to George. Abaji gets in the corner, back to Keontae. Keontae drives, off balance, hanging in the air, scored it with a left hand. Oh boy, what a move. 
Jazz by 20. Jaron Jackson above the break three, front rimmed it. Olenek boards it. Jazz by 20 here in the first. George gets across the half line. Shot clock's at 15, game clock's at 26. Sexton off of Market and Rub. Kick out to Lowry, another three, another bucket. 42 on the board for the Jazz in the first quarter. They lead Memphis 42 to 19. Eight of 10 from three. Left side, Bain driving and George knocks it away. Desmond Bain's really trying to carry this load right now. Gilliard in as the backup point guard with Rose out for Memphis. They're really thin. They're missing two guys in a bunch of positions. Into the corner, Bain catches as the horn sounds. He doesn't hit the three. Utah behind eight three-point shots and 75% shooting overall. And a nearly 100% effective field goal percentage by the Jazz in the quarter. They lead it 42 to 19 here in Salt Lake City. Quite a quarter for the Utah Jazz, 42 points. They hit 15 of 20 shots. They hit 8 of 10 from 3. Colin Sexton, Keontae George, and Kelly Olenek came in with 7-14 left in the quarter, and the Jazz outscored Memphis by 20 points in that final 7-14. Out of the timeout to start the quarter, Desmond Bain hits a 3 on a nicely designed play on the left wing. Taylor Horton Tucker, Keontae George, Lowry Markin, Ochai Abaji, and Walker Kessler on the floor. George. Chess it up top to Abaji. Catch and shoot three, no. Rebound comes down to Jaron uh, Jackson, but he got tripped up by his teammate Roddy and lost it out of bounds. And I'm sure Roddy's probably a little upset with that because uh, Jackson comes over the back of Roddy to get the rebound and ends up losing control. Roddy comes wanted, over the back of his teammate. Roddy wanted the rebound. Memphis's bench has really been a struggle this year. So far tonight, they have not scored. They are just so thin with their injuries, playing without five players. Keontae's inbound pass stolen by the guy guarding him. And Kennard goes coast to coast, doesn't take the layup, kicks to Roddy in the corner instead and hits. And Will Hardy wants a timeout. So back-to-back -back threes in the opening 37 ticks of the quarter bring the Jazz lead down to 17. It's 42-25, 11-23 left in the second in Salt Lake. James finding Robinson. Jazz Nation, it's time for a Jazz 50 moment presented by Delta. Let's go back in time to 1977-78 when one of the OG Jazzmen, Truck Robinson, signed a free agent deal to join the franchise and authored a campaign for the books. Truck put up 22.7 points and 15.7 rebounds while starting all 82 and route to the first all-star nod of his career. Another rebound. So strong, he's just able to muscle people out of there. Sir. Truck Robinson with that turnaround in the lane. 6'8", 250. His body very, very well, was not a high leaper or jumper. You played against Truck Robinson? Absolutely. I had a poster of him on my wall. He was one of the Nike people. 
Angle right, pick and roll. Horton Tucker bounces it to Walker Kessler. Outstretched left arm, off balance, and in. Nice move by Walker. 44-25, Bain another three, no good. Boy, he is not taking shots in natural rhythm. He looks like a guy who's playing without John Morant. Which didn't bother him that much last year. Deontay guarded by Roddy. Conchar in the game as well. They lob into marketing, double him in the post. Skip pass over the top to Keontae. Rotates to Horton Tucker. Takes one dribble to his left. Gives it back to Keontae. Five on the clock. He'll fire this time and miss. And the rebound comes down to Gilliard. He's a diminutive guard. What? Playing because the injured Der Derek Rose and the suspended John Morant. Gilliard's three is no good. Long rebound to Jaron Jackson. He's fouled by Horton Tucker. Horton Tucker, this is a bummer. Because he grew up in Chicago idolizing the MVP of the NBA, Derrick Rose, and was eagerly excited to play against Rose. Derrick Rose, the first player picked in the draft in 2008. MVP year, and then knee exploded on him. 44-25, Jazz. Jaron Jackson, left side for the 0-4 Grizzlies. Gives to Bain, free throw line, fading off the left foot, and rattles it home. Jazz shooting in the first quarter. If all the shots were twos, they would have made the equivalent of 95% of their shots. A little crazy. So it will cool down, and this will get closer. Horton Tucker drives in the teeth of defense. Out to Abaji for three. Ochai nailed it. Good to see. Ochai has not shot it well yet this year. Jazz back up by 20. Gilliard guarded by Keontae. Give to Conchar, left side Roddy. Roddy hard right hand drive, bullies over Markin and short with the shot. Rebound Markin or er, Kessler and Abaji battle for it. Memphis comes out with it. Bain gets it and drives the black paint for the left hand scoop and a score. 47 29, 18 point lead. Memphis shooting 33%, Jazz shooting 71 with nine threes. Markin and hard drive with the shot blocking. Jackson misses from four feet out under duress. Rebound to Memphis, Bain on the run. Thinks about a step back three, gives to Jackson. He goes behind his back by market into the rack, fouled. He won't finish, but he'll get two free throws. Utah Jazz play-by-plays brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Jazz have been attacking Jaron Jackson. Here's what Scott Morrison, Jazz assistant coach, told Ron Boone before the game about how they wanted to deal with the defensive player of the year. Be aware of him, I guess. We talked about that. He's also, if he's guarding Walker, we're expecting him to be basically in the paint the whole night. We don't expect him to chase Walker around or, or be up too high on screen. So uh, if we can get into the paint, into the rim area, we talked about being aware of him. And because of what I mentioned with their their help, extra help, you know, the corner kickout should be there. Some wing kickout should be there. And uh, just depending on the guys to make the right read. The one thing lacking on the Jazz roster right now, Ron, is they don't really have anybody who shoots the off-the-bounce three. So with Jaron Jackson playing in the middle, like Scott Morrison said, the easy answer is to go set a pick and roll like right now where they did with Horton Tucker. And if you set the pick, then there's nobody guarding the ball handler because Jackson's deep in the paint. He just got called for a foul, pushing somebody cutting through the lane. That's his second. But you don't have the ability to do that because we really don't have anybody on our roster that shoots the off-the-bounce three particularly well. 
JC is probably the best of the group, but not at a high percentage. And I think Keontae is going to be slicing, marketing, right-hand runner over Jackson, and then finish that thought run. He's going to be one that can do that, I think. Yeah, that's where he could be really valuable. Because last year, Horton Tucker was 28%, and Clarkson was 31 for 34%, and 31% in the second half of the season. How about this? The bar goes off Marcus Smart's foot. Tucker gets ahead of the defense. Marcus Smart grabs him from the backside. That's a loose ball foul. Loose ball foul. Jazz win down. Jazz wearing their black uniforms with a spotlight yellow numbers and letters with a bold face Utah across the front. Grizzlies in the powder blue and navy blue number and lettering and Grizzlies across the front. That is your uniform check. Brought to you by Alsco Uniforms. If your business needs laundering uniforms delivered each week for your employers, remember it pays to keep clean with Alsco Uniforms. Abaji, bounce pass to Walker, goes by and picked up by Smart. Three on two break. Kennard, a sharp shooter, gets run off the three-point line by Horton Tucker, then fires off a dribble and misses. Good transition defense by the Jazz right there. Jazz by 18, 49-31. Horton Tucker, hard drive, the baseline. High arcing shot is in. That one over... The Walker Center. 51-31. Which at one point was a tall building in Utah. Smart, another three attempt. This one swirls out. He's not a particularly good shooter, and he hasn't been tonight. Jazz by 20. Horton Tucker drives, puts his shoulder down, blocking foul on Smart. And Horton Tucker just drove Marcus Smart into the basketball standard, and now Marcus Smart is down. But he got bulldozed on that one. So he leaves Boston, and his usage rate is up. Yes. That's good for who? Well, he, he's not shooting the ball that bad this year. Even his three-point shooting is at 39%. Yes. So 53 and 39. Yeah. So did he have an offensive game all, all alone? No. This is an aberration after four games, and we'll come back to life. Yeah, we'll see in <laughs> half the season. We'll check on that Small again. sample size theater taking place here. Abaji, open three, angle left, rimmed it. Long rebound, Markin tries to save it, ends up in the Memphis bench, but still in a Jazz uniform. Jazz by 20, 7.33 left in the third. Grizzlies have lost their first four this year. They lost to the Pelicans by seven on opening night. Pelicans shot 44% from three. Then they lost to the Nuggets by four. Right side, Kennard, open three, no good, rebound, marketing. They lost to the Wizards by seven, who went nuts from three, and then they lost to the Mavericks by 15, as Horton Tucker misses the three, but it comes all the way out for his own rebound. In traffic, he bounces it and turns it over. And then the Mavericks shot 23 of 47 from three against them, and the Jazz are doing the same thing as Jaron Jackson in transition misses. And Marketing comes up with the rebound. Nobody making anything right now. Lowry from the timeline hits. Timeout, Taylor Jenkins. I think guys were just gassed. But Lowry's now got 15. The Jazz are 10 of 16 from three. And Memphis must think the league shooting has taken a monumental leap of productivity after five games of this season. Jazz by 23. 54-31 with 6.51 left in the second quarter. This is a Utah Jazz play for more player profile. Plus the foul. 
Will Trubshaw here with your Jazz Player Profile. Jordan Clarkson was plenty busy representing the Philippines in the FIBA World Cup this summer, but he also found time for a new experience, a taste of the touring life, joining his girlfriend Maggie Lindemann while she completed her summer 2023 music tour. All right, it's cool. Just being able to support somebody else while they're doing what they love and their passion. So getting a chance to see the artists backstage and you know, how they prepare and stuff like that was really awesome. You know, seeing all the love from different countries and the environments, they were pretty fun. Thank you, Will. We'll play your profile look on Jordan, girlfriend Maggie. We'll play your profile brought to you by Motive Health. When a Motive Health member walks 8,000 steps a day, they receive a dollar in their HSA up to five, $250 a year offensive foul in the Grizzlies. Boy, is this a story of two shooting clubs right now. The Jazz are shooting 67%. The Grizzlies are shooting 29%. Jazz bench has scored 22 points. Grizzlies has scored three. Jazz lead at 54-31. Kelly Olenek driving, hanging in the air, throws it away. Kenny Lofton Jr., summer league star, is in the game for the first time, and the Grizzlies desperately trying anything. Marcus Smart is one for five, gives the loft in the post. Well, He's a burly, big offensive lineman-looking player. 275 pounds. Quite honestly, looks quite overweight for an NBA player. Six foot eight. But he's very gifted, pretty light on his feet, good passer, was the G League player of the year last year. Kind of remind you of Oliver Miller. Horton Tucker and him were bumping and backing right there. That was 500 plus pounds of NBA girth. I'd Play say muscle, with, but I think there might be a little more. Played golf with Oliver Miller last year. His weight is down. Oh, really? Yeah. You have cool uh, friends. Summer. That's why my bag tag says friend of Ron Boone. That's actually true. Well, only, I, I got up that way. Clarkson open for three, and he nailed it. And Jordan is four for five tonight after coming in five for his last 20. Jazz can't miss. Memphis has literally got to be just flabbergasted at what they've experienced in the opening five games of the year. Here's Kennard breaking the 45, flaring it out to Williams. Not a great shooter. He'll hit the three from the top. 57-35. Jazz are 11 of 17 from three. Memphis is particular in not allowing corner threes. The Jazz got three corner threes early in the game and have not had any since. But the Jazz are at least in Taylor Jenkins' mind, an unconscionable 9 of 14 on above the break threes right now. 57-35, Jazz by 22. Lofton, underhand scoop to Kennard, Jazz switching on the exterior. Smart now goes and plays pick and roll, bounces to Lofton. He wraps it around the defense to Williams who pump fakes Collins by him and Dunn reaches in to commit a foul. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification across Utah Jazz basketball. At the line is Williams, who played a year at Stanford. Memphis Grizzlies TV analyst Brevin Knight, who went to Stanford has decided that in the final year of the Pac-12, he's obligated to mention every player in the NBA that's in the league that played in the Pac-12. 
quite hysterical if you listen to the broadcast. And incidentally, he's doing gas TV right now. Really? Oh, yes. That's really Space. funny. Oh, that's that's so that's cool. Other than I would have to lose you, so I don't like that. Jazz by 20. Lofton Jr. the front court. Hands to Williams. Who might be Williams Jr. actually now that I think about it. Left block. Oh, Lofton on Dunn. Over 100 pound size difference. Kick out to Williams for three. No good. Williams is not a good shooter. Below 30% in his career from three. Here's Horton Tucker. Pedals all the way down. Flares it to Linux. Volleyball passes to Clarkson. Corner three. Good. Boy, I'm loving this. I'm so glad. Clarkson is it's getting healthy. 60 to 37. 23 point advantage for the Jazz. Smart drives into a Linux and a foul. Baby, you think officials like these kind of games? It's been kind of easy for them. Because uh, they don't have to do anything. No. Here's some scores tonight that are stunning. Boston has beat Indiana. Okay, that's not stunning, right? No. How about if I told you they beat them by 51? How about if I told you they beat them 155 to 104? That could never happen. Milwaukee lost to Toronto tonight. Milwaukee scored 130 points against last year's number one defense in the NBA. 130 Toronto, to 111. Toronto scored, uh -huh. Toronto scored 130 points against, the, against the, number, the number last year's number one defense which evidently isn't number one this year. Horton Tucker, hard drive into the teeth of defense. Corkscrew banks it in, foul, counts. He'll buy one, he'll get one free. He didn't move Lofton too far, but it was enough to put the ball in the basket. Another interesting score, Minnesota 95, Denver 74. What's going on early in the year? 21 point advantage. And a score that might matter ever so slightly to the Grizzlies. The Houston Rockets lead the Charlotte Hornets 106-92 on the way to their first win of the year. Leaving the Grizzlies as the only winless team in the NBA. Left side, Kennard for three, no good. Rebound, Horton Tucker. Jazz by 24 with four to play in the second quarter. Horton Tucker driving, spinning, kicking, Collins. Above the break, three squirrels out of Linux. Volleyball taps it back out to Collins. Penetrates, drive, grab by Williams, and Collins gets free throws. And Memphis just looks mis like misery has struck them. Halftime can't get here fast enough. And so the mindset going into the third quarter for them, I'm sure, is going to be just win the second half. You know, take something into the next basketball game, which... Free throw, by Free throw by Collins is good. Portland beat Detroit earlier tonight. 110 to 101. Detroit led that entire game until the fourth quarter. Collins misses the second free throw. Jazz by 25 with 350 left in the second. Grizzlies leave here, and they'll play Portland back-to-back. -back. Smart turns it over. Collins has it. Clarkson will dunk it. Wow. 
They might have just waved the white flag in the second quarter. 66-39 Utah, 3.38 left in the second in Salt Lake City. We'll keep it here. This is pretty remarkable. I'm sorry, say that again. The Jazz lead at 66-39. And Lowry Markinen, 15 points. Jordan Clarkson, 15 points. And Ron, the Jazz, this is a feel-good game right now. Without a doubt. I mean, there are ball games, David, when, when guys individually are struggling or when the team, for the most part, is struggling. Uh, and, and then you play a game like this where you just think, seem like you get healthy. I mean, and, well, and we, your confidence starts to build a little bit more. We opened the broadcast tonight saying, okay, you've played four of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah. Your next seven are reasonable. Yeah. And we get to find out who you are in the next seven, right? Right. You go four and three, you come out of it at five and Five and six, you're kind of a 500 team. You come out of it six and five. If you, if you go two and five, we know you are too, right? Like yeah. it goes both ways. This is a pretty darn good start in that seven-game stretch. Both teams started the season off last year at this point after four games, three and one. Marcus Smart playing the point, hands to Kennard. No Morant, no Adams, no Clark, no Rose, no Aldama for the Memphis Grizzlies. Right side, Smart. The Jazz in their zone. Jackson up top to Bain, four on the clock. He penetrates back to Jackson, right corner three, no good. And rebound, Markin and Lowry's got seven. Out to Sexton, one on one with Kennard. Lobs it high to Collins in traffic. Turned it over. Collins pre decided that one a long time ago. Here comes Bain. Jackson, smart. Roddy, no passes. They just keep moving it. Kennard. Cross-court pass stolen by Clarkson. Kennard steals it back. Gives it to Roddy. Back to Kennard. To Bain, left corner. Missed it. Boy, they're not even getting dividends when they play well. They're 6 of 26 from 3. Jazz are 12 of 19. Clarkson drives the right baseline. Gives it inside to Collins. Flips it back to Clarkson. A rare corner 3. Up and in. 69-39 Utah. Jordan Clarkson's flaming on. Four of four from three. Roddy. Right corner Kennard. Missed it. My goodness. Rebound Collins. Out to Olenek. Bounces to a slicing Markinen who gets pushed from behind by Jackson. Throws it to the basket and gets two free throws. And that's going to be three fouls on Jackson, who leads the team in fouls. Jazz lead by 30. They lead by 40 percentage points in shooting. And when you add the threes on, it gets even more. The Jazz are shooting 68%. And the Grizzlies are shooting 28%. Marketing's free throw is good. Lowry has really been great this year. Okay, he really has. Nobody else was coming along for the ride until tonight. 93% from the free throw line. and 47% from the field, 44% from three. 
makes them both. He has 17 points here in the first half. 71-39, Utah. Wow. Two minutes to play in the second. Really coming into this, Memphis 0-4, and they just felt like they were unfortunate. Tonight, they're just getting their socks blown off. Smart for three, bricks another one. And a foul on the rebound. But they're not making shots, but they also just look like they don't know where shots are coming from. We opened the broadcast talking about they have no definition offensively. They're 10th in the league in the amount of drives, 19th in handoffs, 24th in isolation, 23rd in picks, 26th in post-ups, 15th in off-the-ball screens. You never see that, Ron. Teams always have something they do. It's this, like they're just playing basketball. This group has nothing they do without Steven Adams and John Morant right now. Free throws by the left-handed Williams, who's just checked in. Vince Williams Jr., two-way player. They've gone deep in their bench tonight. They're, they're begging. Tillman's got three fouls. Jackson's got three fouls. And then a foul on Williams. So you're without Steven Adams, and you're without Brendan Clark, and then your starting center gets three fouls, and then your kind of power forward who plays as a center has three fouls. You are deep into your centers at this point. Yeah, and then they lose. And Sandy Aldama plays at least seven feet. Jazz are just torching them tonight. Collins free throw is good. Seventy-two to forty. Seventy-three to forty. One thirty-seven left. Second quarter. Marcus Smart drives on Markin and kicks to the corner. Roddy for three. Nope. Rebound battle for Roddy, got a back attack. Out to Bain, their best shooter, yep. Bain's got 16 on 14 shot attempts. Jazz by 30 as Colin will bring it up this time. Clarkson lobs over the top of the defense to the far wing to Markin. He drives back to Jordan, rotate to Colin. Left corner three is good. Memphis does not allow corner threes, and the Jazz are now getting them at will. They are completely broken. Back up by 33. Jazz already have made 14 threes in this first half. Marcus Smart, left corner three, or left wing three, brick. And Melissa, our photographer, makes a nice play with her right hand rather than losing her camera. Jazz might want to save some of these for the first of the in-season tournament. Jazz are five of six on corner threes. Memphis was like five percent of all shots in the corner. Clarkson drives, gets to the dotted line, kicks to the corner. Olenek ball fakes, drives on the rookie Williams, gets the lane for an easy layup. This looks like varsity versus junior varsity. It really does. 25 seconds left in a remarkable first half. When was the last time the Jazz scored 80 points and a half? Got to be close to our all-time franchise high, which I think we had against the Warriors. Smart for three, good. 10.7 seconds left. Can the Jazz get 80 and a half? And a foul off the ball as Smart runs into a Linux will be free throws. 
most points and a half by the Utah Jazz. Yep, to see if I can find it. Kelly Linick misses the free throw. We will not get to 80. There once was a game in which Phoenix scored 107 and a half in 1990. So we're not near the NBA record. Linick makes the free throw, and the Jazz have scored 79 points here in the half. Bain across half court with three. Into the lane with two. Passes to the corner for a three for Williams who misses. And the Jazz score 79 first half points. And leads 79-46 at the half. Jake Scott and Tim Lacombe have got fun things to talk about coming up in the halftime show here on Jazz Basketball. This is Chris Dunn, you're listening to Utah Jazz Basketball. When someone is injured through no fault of their own, Siegfried Jensen will fight to get them the results they need. We've successfully handled tens of thousands of personal injury cases. We have the experience, knowledge, and resources needed to take on the insurance companies. And since 1990, we've recovered over $1.2 billion for our clients. This copyrighted broadcast of the National Basketball Association may not be retransmitted, reproduced, rebroadcast, or otherwise distributed or used in any form without the express written consent of the NBA. Oh the players are back on the floor. The horn has sounded, and the second half is ready to bring more nonstop NBA basketball. Right corner three. Wow! Back to David Locke and the legend Ron Boo. Jazz score the second most amount of points they've ever scored in franchise history and a half in the first half and lead it 79-46. Marcus Smart misses a three after Jaron Jackson misses a three. Tillman goes back up off the offensive rebound blocked by Kessler. Frantic first possession as Bain dribbles it over the top of the glass. What did you just say? Bain dribbles it over the top of the glass. Yes. He did a power dribble and didn't catch it, and it went up over the top of the glass. And, David, that was with three offensive rebounds after three missed shots there by the Grizzlies. They still didn't score. It'll be interesting to see where the Grizzlies are. They did seem to almost wilt in that fourth, late in that second quarter. And like I said in the first half, now the, the key for them is just try to win the second half and take something into the next ball game. Jordan Clarkson fading back left side jumper, no good. Clarkson leads all Jazz scores, and Bain grabs the rebound. Jazz looking to go to two and three on the year. Grizzlies are 0 and four coming in. Bain hard drive out to Jackson for a three straight away, no good. Grizzlies are eight of 35 from three. Collins, corner three, blocked by Bain. Comes down to Smart. Jazz lead it by 33. Bain, transition three, left side. Nada. There, and we have a technical foul. And somebody might have just hit Walker Kessler as they were coming up the floor out of frustration. It might have been Zaire Williams, because Walker Kessler pushed him out of bounds on the last rebound. And he was upset about it. 
Ron? And that's the case, he might just get thrown out. He might. Ron? Put him on the fourth foul on the play. This is being reviewed to see if it's potentially flagrant. Well, that is exactly what we're going to see. And we're going to take the, they, it's a review on the floor, so we do not have a timeout. Ron? You've been around the Jazz for an awful long time. They've been around for 50 years. That's the second most amount of points they've scored in a half. The only time was 481 against that of the Memphis Grizzlies. We might have just had a technical foul called on Marcus Smart as well. So frustration boils here in the opening moments. This review is brought to you by Motive Health. Bending the trend by health insurance premium. Sustainable employer-sponsored health insurance. The insurance company that pays you to being an athlete focused and lowering your out-of-pocket costs engage educate and reward motive health ron what are you seeing i Nothing. see a we very don't have a monitor. frustrated memphis grizzlies team and here's the replay on the jumbotron let's see what happens here we do not have a monitor tonight right well the replay on the jumbotron is going to help nobody it looked like something, you're absolutely right. It may have been something that was done, and even that's cutting it off. You really can't see what really happened. But you're right, it might, it's probably Zaire. Ruling on the floor, flagrant foul penalty one. Kessler will be on the line for two shots, plus Utah will retain possession. Well, there is your answer. So Walker gets the free throws. The Jazz lead at 79-46. Well, Ron, in our opening kind of preview we gave people today on YouTube and other formats you talk about secondary break is the thing you were watching the most today what have you seen well i don't think the jazz have had much luck in running it because they've been just getting anything they want out there on the floor that's what makes one of two 80 to 46 10.40 left third quarter. Still a long way to go. A 1-2-2 zone from the Grizzlies as they are now trying everything. In the corner, Clarkson. Memphis does not allow corner threes, and the Jazz have had a bunch tonight. Clarkson drives, kicks, Kessler. Top to Horton Tucker. We have a whistle and a foul. John Collins, who took residence in the key. He'll be paying property taxes for that. See if the Jazz just... Once you break the zone, just like the Jazz just did there with uh, with Clarkson, the rotation doesn't work. High pick, Bain, right side smart, back to Bain. Bain's the only one who's really scored tonight, but he's taking a lot. And he's driving the basket and foul. This might be a little presumptuous. But the largest margin of victory in Utah Jazz history is a 49-point win. So this is going to get messy. You can feel it. Yeah, I really do. This is going to get messy. And you can see that Tony Brothers is... Well, 
Marcus Smart. Bullet on the floor, foul on Kessler. We're checking the play for all fall time. So Kessler's called for a foul, and now we're checking again. To see if this is like a retaliation foul here by Kessler. And if it is, why not? What are you seeing? Well, Evans. Here's, oh, he, Kessler just pushed Jaron Jackson in the back. It was not on Zaire Williams. So we have ground to a halt here with back-to-back -back reviews. By the way, not to tell you to go somewhere else, they're in the middle of the eight, and the Rangers lead the Diamondbacks 1-0. This could be it. And lead the series three games to one. The series nobody's watched. Here's the ruling. Except for Tony didn't turn on his mic. Ruling, ruling on the floor. The foul occurred prior to the gather. They will have the ball on the side. All right. Jazz lead it by 34. Jazz largest margin of victory ever is 49 against Sacramento in 2021. They beat the Lakers by 48 in 2016. Jaron Jackson drives, gets to the basket with ease, and scores it. So now Will's problem is not to let this game get sloppy um, to where Memphis makes this huge well, run. With the three-point shot, like, you could actually have a game again if you're not totally careful. As Minnesota learned the other night in the game we watched with Atlanta. Fort Tucker drives, corkscrews in the basket, and scores it. The other aspect is Memphis just seems to be lacking pieces. Jackson driving, the left-hand block from Kessler. Jackson tries to save it off the Nikes of marketing, kicks it back to Collins. Cross-court skip pass from Horton Tucker's a turnover. Bain's out in front. Kessler trailing. Bain will lay it up and in. Bad decision there. Right decision. Horton Tucker drives, hands to Kessler underneath. Layup, no good by Walker. Horton Tucker, 7.6 assists tonight. Working the top is Tillman. Gives to Bain at the elbow. He's their leading scorer. Top to Tillman, who's looking to distribute more than score. He drives with the right hand. A running hook is no good. He's 0 for 3 tonight. Clarkson's got 18 to lead all Jazz scorers. Shoots the 3 from the top front rimmed it. Rebound to Markinen, who grabs his ninth of the night. Back to Clarkson. And a whistle and a stoppage. 24 second clock instead of 14. Should be at 14. Yeah. It's been blowout night in the NBA tonight. This is not the only one where the boat left the dock super early. Milwaukee lost to Toronto by 19, 130 to 111. Boston beat Indiana by 51. Markkinen pushes up a three from the, above the circle, no good. Marcus Smart back out to Jaron Jackson for three. They got one. Minnesota beat Denver by 21 tonight. Well, hopefully this doesn't turn into the, the, the Grizzlies making everything, the Jazz missing it. Uh, at some point it will... It has to come back together. One team is shooting 62%, the other shooting 29. Alley-oop by 
Horton Tucker to Markin and he can't handle it, turnover. Here's Bain attacking in the lane, fouled by Kessler. And two free throws for Bain with a chance to cut the 82-53 deficit to 27. Utah Jazz play-by-plays brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Every year, Utah Jazz most valuable educators presented by Instructure. Throughout the season, the Jazz and Instructure will recognize 17 MBEs. Each one will receive a visit from a Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to watch a Jazz game in a suite. Go to utahjazz.com MBE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Well, a bunch of interesting scores tonight. New Orleans beat Oklahoma City 110 to 106. Held on on that one. Houston got their first win over Charlotte, who's really struggling. 128-1819. Atlanta beat Washington 131-21. Markin is hard drive with the left hand into the air, double clutches, misses. Rebound comes down to Memphis. Marcus Smart directing traffic, pushes to Bain left side. Right hand drive to the dotted yellow line, pulls up the shot, misses. Jackson gets the left hand rebound and a foul on the Jazz. Memphis is moving more quickly than the Jazz right now. Brooklyn beat Miami in a close one, 109-105. Cleveland got revenge on New York, 95-89. And the Clippers are up 11 on the Lakers early. Have you watched the Lakers yet this year, Ron? Boy, this foul As we has go to, to Dom- Dominoes go down here. Smart, Jackson, Markkinen all go down as Jaron Jackson in a scrum just pushed and pulled a bunch of guys down. Boy, they need to look at this because they, then they can get it right. You can see that... Jaron Jackson Mark, drove, knocked Marcus Smart over. Well, Marcus Smart is pulling Kessler. He's pulling Kessler. And, then, and they call the technical on the Jazz. Or the foul's been called before the ball was inbounded. So it's not a technical, but it's a non-inaction play. So a free throw in the ball. Will Hardy is talking to Tony Brothers, and he's hot about it. Well, that gives Here's Smart in his fourth foul. Angle left. Little fadeaway in the lane is good. When do we start to get nervous, Ron? It's a 12-2 right run. At right now, absolutely. 24-point game now. Largest lead was 35. Zone defense from Memphis. Jazz one and three, Memphis 0 and four. Clarkson in the lane, stepping back, left footer, got it. 20 for Jordan. Bain to the front court, he has 21. He leads their score and the Jazz go under, he shoots a three and misses, fortunate. He's four of 11 from three. Clarkson is eight of 12 shooting, Jazz have shot lights out. Horton Tucker, angle right three, no good. Rebound comes down to Jackson. Jazz have shot 62%. Grizzlies have shot 28. One hand pass by Jackson to Bain. Back to Jackson. They're two scorers. Three, no good. Bain pushes on the back of Alinek, grabs the rebound. He's in the corner. He penetrates, steps through, pushed by Alinek, no call. Out to Jackson, spinning in the lane, over Marketing, who has four fouls and misses. Rebound to Horton Tucker. Jazz on the run. Jackson's not back. Five on four. Horton Tucker driving, scoring off the window. And it, Marcus Smart steps in bounds on the inbound. 
So the Jazz are back up 28 and half the basketball when we come back. Timeout on the floor. Marcus Smart stepped inbounds on the inbound. Those are the kind of plays that will end a rally. Utah by 28, 622 left in the third in Salt Lake City. Oh boy, he goes beast mode. He's blazing. He's blistering. He's scorching. He's your Utah Jazz hot player of the game. Slams it home. Clarkson drives the right baseline. Gives it inside to Collins. Flips it back to Clarkson. A rare corner three. Up and in. Smart turns it over. Collins has it. Clarkson will dunk it. Top to Clarkson. Guarded by Bain. At least good defensive play. Driving, spinning, fading, and scoring. That's your WCF Insurance hot player of the night. WCF Insurance reminding you to be careful out there. Three from John Collins hits the front rim and top spins up and in because everything the Jazz are throwing up tonight goes in. And the Jazz now lead it again by 31. No more. Are you nervous, Ron? Because we have 15 pure threes so far tonight, Ron. I'm not nervous anymore. You got you got over that yeah. really fast. The Jazz have gotten it together. Up, the, yeah. up by 31. Pura, life is better when it smells good. You know what else life is better? When you hit 15 of 26 of your Pura three attempts. That's when life is better. Because it all smells better then. If you're just tuning in. Jazz went on a 33 to 10 run. Starting at the 740 mark in the first quarter. Hitting 8 of their 10 three point attempts. They hit 8 of 10 from 3 in the first quarter. Then in the second quarter, they didn't stop. The Jazz scored 79 points, the second most in franchise history. Here's a Linux for three, rims off the left-hand side. And the Jazz shot 14 of 21 from three, while the Grizzlies were eight of 32. Here's Jackson in the post, out to Bain. Bain retreating out on John Collins will shoot a three from the logo and miss it. Jazz lead by 29, 89 to 60 with 5.17 to play here in the third. Keontae George for three, back rimmed it. Memphis allows, Olenek stole the rebound, lobs to Collins, slam dunk, while Marcus Smart, excuse me, while Xavier Williams sits on his backside, peering up and telling, remembering, Mama said I'd have nights like tonight. 91-60 Utah, Taylor Jenkins with another timeout, and Utah is still rolling. 5.06 left in the third in Salt Lake City. What we're gonna do right here is go back. Let's take a ride back to the past with this Jazz 50 moment. Time for another Jazz 50 moment presented by Delta. We're back with more from Truck Robinson, who got caught just a little off guard when he found out he would be a part of the Jazz 50 celebration. Well, it was surprising at first when they called me and they said, well, Truck, you, you're part of the Jazz family. You got a lot of history with the Jazz like. I said, I just played like a year and a half and I was gone. Well, they, we don't care. You still hold records, rebound, and you're part of our family. And we'd love for you to be here and come. And that says a lot. 50 moment. Thank you, Will. David Roddy lays it up and in. Statistically, the world's losing color. All white kitchens, space nurseries, gray cars, and in destinations Delta flies to, there's still vibrant world out there. Sometimes opening your world is all it takes to open your mind. Delta proud to be the official airline community partner of the Utah Jazz. 
Utah 91, Memphis 62. Kelly Linick drives, gets the ball knocked away, it's loose on the ground, rolls into the guys in the front round. And Jazz scored 42 in the first, 37 in the second, led 79 to 46 at the half. And they lead 91-62 now. Which means 69% from the field. And what does that mean, David? There's not very many offensive rebounds. No, the Jazz rebounding numbers are still on their side. They have been rebounding very well this year. The first half, the Jazz shot 69% from the field and 67% from three. Clarkson takes a deep, deep three. It's no good, but ricochets all the way outside the three-point line to Sexton. Colin, who had a very good first half. Works with the ball in his hands, left side, one-on-one. -on -one, head down, driving, jump stop in the lane to a Linux for three, right side, swish. Pretty good basketball. Yeah. Driving to the basket, I mean, and it, everything claps. You're looking weak side. I love the jump stop, and I love where he made the decision from. Roddy, three for the Memphis Grizzlies, no good. Sexton board. Memphis is nine of 42 from three. John Collins, hard left-hand drive, the defensive player of the year, and Jackson eradicates it at the rim. Yeah. The two-foot jump got the, got a shot blocked. Roddy bogarting the other way, shoves Clarkson to the side and lays it up and in. 30-point advantage for Utah. That's 260 pounds opposed to 194 pounds. Sexton brings it up, and now he sits still for a second. Still pounding, throws the first pass to Collins. Attacks Jackson again, misses, tip follow no. Gets it back and scores it. Well, one way to get Jackson out of the way is to hit him in the face with your left hand and have him check whether he's bleeding while you're offensive rebounding and putting it back up and in. Here's Smart, through the lane by George, scores it. Ninety-six, sixty-six. Utah's pretty much led the whole way. Grizzlies never had it. Sexton left corner three is good. Utah's never trailed in this game. And the Jazz have, we have a palindrome. If they get the scoreboard, they have a scoreboard wrong. So we'll check it here in a second. Here's Jaron Jackson bumping, backing, working the middle. Sexton knocks it away. Jackson picks it back up and left hands it up and in. 99-68 now. Jazz have scored 99 points with two minutes and 15 seconds left in the third. The Jazz 79 points in the first half is the second most they've ever scored in the half. Clarks kicks, Olenek, right corner three. It continues! The onslaught, the deluge, the tsunami of Jazz threes continues to fall from the sky on the Memphis Grizzlies. 102-68, Taylor Jenkins has seen enough again. Wow. All right, I gotta admit it, Ron. I'm enough of a numbers guy. That the only thing that's going through my mind right now is let's save some. <laughs> like, I know the fact is that the day you go 56% from three means there's going to be another day where you go 18% from three. And that hopefully doesn't start tomorrow night. Right. Jazz play 
the Orlando Magic. He's coming into town. Orlando lost their last two. They had the Lakers on the rope. That's our University of Utah health next opponent, Franz Wagner and Pablo, Paulo Boncaro. Brought to you by U of U Health, trusted health partner for the Jazz and you. Care to be great, visit uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Orlando might want to be a little concerned about Paulo Boncaro, by the way. He's shooting 37% from the field and 22% from three, and I wouldn't worry about it if it was four games. But if you go back to about the 30th game of last year and take him all the way through, that's what he shot for the final 50 games of the year last year, too. I wonder this, David, of the guys that played in the summer in the... Yep. The, Usually they play better to start the year, not worse. Not worse. What? 102-68 Utah. Lowry's not struggling. Nope. Roddy left block. Top the canard, stutter steps into a three, no good. Memphis is nine of 42 from three. Jazz were, a, I think, a two and a half point favorite. Mark is driving, loses the ball, goes down on the ground. Kessler picks it up and ricochets out if he misses to Luke Kennard. Walker has three points tonight. Here's Tillman. Power, oh, Lofton, powering the lane, out the canard again, missed again and tipped up and in by Lofton through two Jazz players. Luke Kennard was in concussion, and he passed out of it. His shot has not. His shot is still in concussion protocol. He's 0 for 7. Kessler in the post, turns, underhand scoop too hard up the handle. Right side. Lofton for three, good. Jake LaRavia is the only guy in Memphis that hasn't played tonight. He had been in the rotation until tonight, but he had been bad. Here's Keontae. Came in a little earlier tonight than he did on the other nights. It was plus 20 in the first half, first quarter. Sexton, step back three, no. Rebound, comes down to Vernon Williams Jr. He has the pedal down, drives the lane, kicks to Kennard. He's no longer in concussion protocol. Looks to the sky and says, finally, 102-76. Jazz lead has been whittled down, but it's still a large piece of wood. Zone defense again for Memphis. Sexton breaks the zone into the paint, hangs off the left foot, kisses off the window in, and flexes the right bicep. Sexton with 18. from Memphis is good for their diminutive point guard, Gilliard. Memphis has on the floor close to the summer league team they played here in this building as Markin misses the three. Other than Luke Kennard, every single guy on the floor right now from Memphis played on their summer league team here in Salt Lake City this summer. At the end of three quarters, it's Utah 104, Memphis 79 in Salt Lake City. Bang! What a quarter for the Utah Jazz! 36 minutes are in the books. The crowd is getting amped, and the fourth quarter is here. 12 minutes to go. Here's David Locke and the legend, Ron Boone. Utah Jazz leading it. 
as we head to the fourth, 104 to 79. Worth mentioning, Taylor Hendricks and Bryce Sensabaugh are both active. Might get some NBA time here tonight. Right corner, George, jabs right, and then gets hit in the face by Kenny Lofton Jr. Have been in control the whole night, led the whole way, led after one by 23. Walker down low, puts it on the deck, puts it off the glass, misses and it's foul. Jazz led by 23 at the end of one, 33 at the half. And by 25 here heading into the fourth. Eleven thirty-one left here in the fourth. First free throw from Walker is good. Time for our far better ice cream bench player of the night. Tonight's far better bench player of the night. Eighteen for Colin Saxon with three rebounds and four assists. Tonight's far better ice cream is proud partner of the Utah Jazz. You'll find far better ice cream in your favorite grocery store. Far better ice cream. Only the best for family and friends. Kessler splits the free throw. 26 point advantage for the Jazz. They won't have the biggest win of the night. The Celtics won by 50 tonight. Roddy bumping, backing on Abaji, right hand hook up and in. Those guys battled in Summer League here, Salt Lake Summer League. 105 to 81. Horton Tucker works the right side, swings to marketing. Back to George. Keontae's played 17 minutes, has four points, a rebound, and two assists. Horton Tucker isolated on the wing, just four on the clock. Tough step back, three no good. Rebound comes down to Memphis. The reason that possession was bad is because the ball just went around the perimeter. Roddy attacking, misses at the rim, and a push on the back uh, by Lofton of Memphis is a foul. Jazz had been Really poor this so far, defending at the rim. And tonight, Memphis just hasn't gotten to the rim. Memphis, I believe, has only taken nine shots at the rim all night. They're six of nine. George, right corner, three off his shoe tops, no good. Rebound lofted. Memphis has it in their baby blue uniforms with the navy blue numbering and lettering. Kennard, who hit its first field goal in eight attempts a moment ago. Top to Roddy, right side, Gilliard, right block, Lofton. It's really a G League roster on the floor for Memphis right now. Lofton misses. Abaji battles the rebound, taps it to Marketing. Marketing to Keontae for the dunk. Oh, dear. And Keontae goes down after he got caught underneath by Vernon Williams. Kessler standing over him. Keontae sitting and collecting himself. I think he's all right. I think the fright was more than anything else, as I was scared as well. Yeah, that's the, the hard part and the dangerous part, going up for a dunk. He went up with one hand. The pass was a little more than he could handle. Well, I think what they're going to say, he didn't have control I, of the I think they're unfortunately right. It just feels very unfair. Right. And Keontae doesn't understand either. Look at the look he has on the face. Wait a second, I almost died. Can't I get free throws for it? And the answer is no. 
still discussing. 24 point lead, 10, point, 10 minutes left. Deontay, Abaji right wing, free throw line extended, one dribble to his left, shoots the three and hits. Nice to see Ochai going. Everyone's going. Jazz are now 19 of 37 from three. Kenny Lofton misses again, rebound Abaji. Outlet Horton Tucker. Don't have numbers, but Horton Tucker splits the defense and a reach in, knocks it off his legs and out of bounds. He had it. Straight away for the left-handed Williams from Memphis, no good. Rebound. Abaji for three, nope. Alinek gets it knocked out of his hands on the rebound. Williams attacking the other side and he's fouled. Jazz have three different players with four threes tonight. Marketing, Sexton, Clarkson. Olenek has three. Collins has two. Abaji has two. 19 threes for the Jets. Five fouls now for Marketing. I think we're all right if he fouls out. Up 27 with nine minutes left. One oh eight eighty-two. Jazz by 25 with nine to play here in the fourth. Grizzlies shooting 33%, 26% from three. Lot rolling into the lane is Market and he catches, turns and scores it. He got beaten up on that play, no whistle. Lowry has three free throws tonight. Kennard, angle left three, no. Rebound Horton Tucker, Memphis. Continues their shooting woes. Abaji to the rack, looked up to dunk it, forgot the basketball. Beautiful pass there by Tucker. And Marketing knocks this one out of bounds. Your Vivint defensive play of the night by Vivint is the Jazz overall defense. Memphis 33% shooting and 25% from three. And congratulations to the Texas Rangers in the wackiest of baseball seasons ever. The Rangers went to the final two games of the regular season against the Seattle Mariners, needing a win. They didn't have any starting pitching left. And you almost thought they might with the worst bullpen in the game, and then they won it. As Kenny Lofton goes in the lane, a foul on Collins. Hey, that's 275 pounds. He just puts his shoulder into you. Keeps backing you up. He gets close enough to the basket, then tries to score. Lofton misses the free throw. And now we have cheers for chicken. I will let the drama unfold without my voice. You will know from the reaction of the crowd. There are either a lot of Texas Ranger fans here 
or a lot of Jazz fans just got free chicken. What if I told you those were his first free throws of the season? I missed them both. And he missed them both. Williams, Vernon Williams. Top to LaRavia. Misses the three. Rebound controlled by the big man Lofton. His deft touch from the outside doesn't help him. He misses. Horton Tucker throws a length of court outlet pass to Olenek, who then tries to scoop it to Fontecchio. It scoots by him out of bounds. Deontay George, Simone Fontecchio, Taylor Horton Tucker, John Collins, Kelly Olenek on the floor. Jazz by 23 with eight minutes left. Memphis has pulled the ripcord. They've got their five bench players. John Morant's the only player on the scorecard. He's not allowed to play. 25-game suspension. Jazz will play Memphis three times on that stretch. Jake Laravia scores on an open drive to the basket. Laravia was drafted before Walker Kessler in the draft. Also, a few of a bunch of other players are pretty good. Might be a regrettable choice by Memphis. Chris Dunn checks in. Taylor Horton Tucker checks out with nine points, five rebounds, and seven assists. So the Jazz only Zion's bank starter that is on the floor is John Collins. Marketing finished with 19, Collins 16, Kessler 4. Clarkson 20.6 rebounds, 5 assists, and Horton Tucker 9, 5, and 7. <coughs> Excuse me, Chris Dunn misses his first shot in 6 minutes. Jazz by 25, they play tomorrow night. Trying to preserve some element of that while not making this close. Three ball for Vernon Williams is an air ball. I don't know that Memphis has the personnel on the floor to make this close. And Memphis will go to 0-5 on the year. This is new territory for Memphis. In the old days it wasn't. When they were the Vancouver Grizzlies, it certainly wasn't. With big country Brian Reeves and Stevie Francis. What other Memphis Grizzly players? Big country. Sharif Abdurrahim. Who else can you name that was a Memphis Grizzly? Turnover. Keontae ahead to Dunn. Lobbed back to Keontae. Slam dunk. Well done. And nicely gestured there by Dunn. I mean, he could have taken that in, but puts it up at the rim. Yes, absolutely. You didn't even catch my pun. No, I didn't. Oh, sorry. I said it was well done. Oh, did you? Oh, that was pretty good, David. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> 232 left, or excuse me, 652 left. 112.85 here in the fourth in Salt Lake City. The NBA is nonstop. Let's see what's happening as we go Delta coast to coast. Mitchell out front, long three. That one's good. Donovan. Shooters keep shooting. When short came right back to Donovan, put it up off the glass and good. Donovan follows his own miss. 30-point ball game for Donovan Mitchell. Cavs to the other end, leading by five. Left corner, Levert, three on the way. Bullseye! Cavs win it 95-89 here at Madison Square Garden. Good bounce back for Cleveland against New York after losing the night before. Donovan Mitchell leading the way. That's your Delta coast to coast. Delta Airlines, proud to be a community partner and official airlines, the Utah Jazz. 112.88 is the score here. Jazz in complete control. They've led the whole way. Keontae 
Lobs it inside, Lofton takes it away for the Memphis Grizzlies. Lofton rumbling, bumbling, stumbling over the top of Kelly Olenek. And Kelly Olenek may just have become Flat Stanley. I remember Flat Stanley. You did you listen. say that from my... I did, Ron. I want to see if you're listening. <laughs> I remembered Flat Stanley. I did. 112 to 88. Omer Yerksavens in the game for the first time. 6.18 to play. It's a funny little game when you're up 24. You, Deontay throws another one away. Back-to-back -back turnovers. Hilliard back to Conchar. Layup good. 22-point game. You're not going to lose... But you don't want it to get like to 12 and suddenly you have to like go to the guys who think they were done for the night. So you hold your group, you, you hold this group for a little longer than you might think. In fact, Colin Sexton's gonna check in. Deontay's just pounding up top against the zone. Right side for Tecchio. Right baseline, York State. But out to Keontae for three, got it. 115 to 90. Vince Williams, top to Memphis Stymie goes out to Laravia right side. Inside Conchar slides by Olenek, misses, rebound battled for, tipped around, Olenek gets it to Fontecchio. And Simone travels in the backcourt. Memphis is shooting 33%, the Jazz are shooting 53%, Jazz are 20 of 40 from three. Memphis is 13 of 51. Well, we knew that there were going to be a ton of three-point field goals taken tonight. And right now we're sitting, what, 91? There were a ton of three-point shots taken, there's no question. 92. Three ball makes it 115 to 90. Three 22-point game, 451 to play. Vince Williams got that one. York saving, right hand little hook from eight comes up short on the rim. Here's Gilliard. He's taking advantage of the Derrick Rose and John Morant being out to get some time tonight. Trailing on the play as Conchar missed it. Dunn runs it down in the corner. Dunn with the accelerator. He's in the driver's seat. He gives it up to Sexton on the far side. Back to Dunn. Wide open three. First one of the year for Chris Dunn. 118 to 93. LaRavia missed it. Foul by Fontecchio on the rebound. Alinek will check out. Kelly, 14 points, eight rebounds, five assists tonight. Get well night all the way around for the Utah Jazz. Everyone got well. Chris Dunn now made a three. So everyone got well tonight. Market in six of 11, Collins five of 12, Clarkson eight of 13. Everyone. Jazz is shooting 50% from three. Lofton to the basket. Fouled by York Saban with four minutes to play. He's big. 275, like, but he's quick. You're mesmerized quick. by him, aren't you? Well, his quickness is... is D-League player of the year last year. Yeah, besides being powerful, he's very quick there as well. Lofton, the left-hander, makes the free throw. Kenny Lofton Jr. is the name. 
He is a round, he is the round mount. 21 years of age, six foot seven, 280 pounds. <coughs> Played his college ball, where? Louisiana Tech. Know anybody else in there? Oh no. Bo Lamar. <laughs> you thought I was gonna say Carmel. I thought you were gonna say Paul Millsap. Bo Lamar back in the 70s. Lofton played 24 games two years ago. Or last year, he played two games this year. At La Tech, he played two years. He averaged 17 points and 11 rebounds and three assists. And a technical foul on Simone Fontecchio leads to a free throw for Vince Williams. So the Jazz led this one 33 to 10, or closed the first quarter on a 33 to 10 run. Hit eight of 10 from three in the first quarter. They then scored 79 points in the first half, which is the second most ever in franchise history. They were 14 of 21 from three. Memphis was just eight of 32. Then the third quarter continued on that. The Jazz led at 104-79, and now we're playing out the string because the league rules say we have to commit complete 48 minutes for somebody to get a victory. That's your America First game summary. Brought to you by America First. America First has everything you need to manage your money or grow your business. If you're a fan of better service, lower fees, and get a lot more for your money, join the home team today at AmericaFirst.com. 119-98 is the score. Yerk Saban has it for the Jazz, hands it back to Sexton. Right corner from Tecchio for three. Got it. All right, I think Will could go to the rest of the bench comfortably now. You know, I disagree with that. 24 with 313 left if he, want, if he wants to. Yeah, I, I, I really just disagree with that. I think the guys that are out there right now do not get extended sure. minutes a lot of times. Um, well, you could replace Abaji and Sexton. Yeah, probably could. But I'm saying, moreover, if he wanted to give Hendrick Sominix and Sensabaugh minutes, he no longer has to worry about some horrific disaster where it gets inside 10 and you're suddenly like Phoenix and lose a 20-point lead last night and lose the game. That makes sense. But I agree with you. York Saban, Quantecchio. Quantecchio had a great camp. In fact, it's been said to us by multiple people that Quantecchio had the best camp. Of guys compared to their, where they were coming in, he was the one who had the best camp. One twenty-two, one hundred. Williams taking his eighth free throw of the night makes his seventh. Colin Sexton's played nineteen minutes tonight, has eighteen points. Pretty strong. That was our far better bench player of the night. Montecchio bobbles, coming around to peck, jump stops in the lane, powers up a right hand and scores it. Simone. One twenty-four, one hundred one. I love the fact that the story he told about getting kicked off his mom's team. You can continue and tell the whole story, everyone. Well, he said he was a hot girl. <laughs> and then he got kicked off. Mom said none mom of that. Mom was a coach. So he... <laughs> Dad was an Olympic hurdler. Huh. 124-101, 240 to play. 
We'll take our final timeout of the night before the Jazz get their second win of the night and the Grizzlies will become the NBA's only winless team after tonight here on Jazz Basketball. These are the storylines of tonight's game presented by America First. Lowry, another three, another bucket. Clarkson open for three and he nailed it. Olytic, catch and shoot angle left three, perfect. Anything right now, Lowry from the timeline hits. Marketing for three and he hits! Kicks back up to Sexton for three that hits. Taylor Jenkins has got to feel a bit snake bit right now. Jazz couldn't miss. That's where we are right now. Storyline of the night is the Utah Jazz simply could not miss early. And Memphis seriously has to wonder what they did to earn everyone's hot shooting every single night to open the season as they go to 0-5. 124-101. Done. Hands off to Fontecchio. Back to Sexton. Reads the laces, resets Simone. Now Sexton again, in the lane, jump stop, layup, good and a foul. With 1.9 seconds of the clock and Sexton's got 20 to now lead all Jazz scorers. He and Clarkson each with 20. I, I think the one the player that I'm so glad that had a good night would be Clarkson. Yes, needed it badly. Real bad. Jazz play Memphis Friday night, and Memphis will be the first of the play-in tournament. Our second one will be against Portland. If we get in-season tournament, sorry. And if we can go to 2-0 right away, that'd be great. Then you got to try to steal one against the Lakers or Phoenix. And then you never know. It's not outlandish for the Jazz to make the eight. Go beat Memphis and Portland early. And then you're playing Phoenix in L.A. with a chance to... Make the final eight. And the beauty of the in-season tournament is it's a one-game event. And we got Phoenix here. That ball game on the 17th. And L.A. there. How big a game would it be if we upset Phoenix and go to L.A. to make the eight? That's why the in-season tournament's going to work. I think there was just a foul on the Jazz for touching the ball when the inbound was coming, I think. Not sure. Or maybe there was a technical on Memphis because Abaji's going the line. Yeah, technical foul on Memphis with 203 left. Why would you get fined down 127, 101? Because the rules say. What do the rules say? Okay. It's 48 minutes of basketball. And fouls have I to be called. Memphis must have called a timeout as well. So a technical and a timeout. Jazz is hanging out. Will Hardy and Tony Brothers and Scott Wall are discussing dinner choices. The surprising Rangers ride to the World Series championship. And whether or not the Philadelphia Eagles, when they get healthy, will be the dominant team in the NFL. I can read lips. So you're, yeah. Ranger fan? No, I could care less. You could care less about baseball? No, no, I played college. I mean, let me rephrase that. I was on a roster for two years in college until my ERA was a California zip code. <laughs> and, then I, and then I retired. 
my three pitches that were so successful for me in high school, slow, slower, and slowest, went deep, deeper, and deepest in college. My brother had a 55-mile-an-hour fastball. They won a state championship. I'll never forget. Nobody cares about this, but just since I'm making you laugh, I'll tell you. I'll never forget, like, my first college game. We were playing. I don't know who we were playing. I throw my first pitch outside. Guy lets it doesn't swing. I'm like, what? Throw my next pitch around a little plate, but outside, doesn't swing. I was like, uh-oh. Throw a fastball down the middle, pow. Goodbye. And I hit throw the next one, like, oh gosh, you gotta throw a strike. I'd like survive my entire career based on high school baseball players having no, no strike zone discipline. And now all of a sudden, it was the best player on every team I'd ever faced all in the lineup and better. And they were way better than I was. So then we started a radio station. True story. 127-101. Well, there's one thing Lofton does do. He gets fouls. He takes care of it. I don't he know fouls that, a lot. Yeah, he I don't know five that, fouls. Yeah, I don't know he can play defensively, right? No. Jazz by 28. This one was done. This is an overcooked Thanksgiving turkey right here. This one was done a long time ago and it had to stay in the oven for a much longer than it needed to. If this was fifth grade boys basketball, we would have called it a long time ago. LaRavia with a dunk down the lane. Like Mercy ruled this thing at halftime. 129-103. Fontecchio pops out left side, swirls out. Rebound Memphis. Contra, Lofton. Orlando's here tomorrow. Well, they're here now. But. Lofton's jumper's good. I'm so curious about the Lakers-Clippers game tonight, Ron. I've watched three of the Lakers games. They do not look good to me. They don't look right at all. They beat Orlando. They should have never won that game. They're down 61-48 at the half tonight. Sacramento's up 67-58 on the Warriors. Lob inside the York Saving Sports. You can see that Dunn was working very hard and trying to get him a couple points. And York saying now every player on the Jazz who's played has a field goal. Dallas wins again tonight, Ron. 114 105. The Dallas Mavericks are undefeated. Kyrie did not play. We'll see Chicago next week. They're on the verge of possibly blowing that thing up. We have 39 seconds left, and it's 131-107. Jazz turn it over. This is, you know, this is really hard on is the officials, and the well, reason is because they're still being graded on every play. Well, they had it easy the first half. So they have to call every play with the same intensity that they would have otherwise, right? Driving and laying it up is Vince Williams. So that'll wrap us. Shot clock and game clock are separated by about 10 seconds. Jazz will probably take one more shot. Sexton coming to get it, works the right side. 
Dribbles off his foot, recovers. Guarded by Lofton, or has five fouls. Top to Dunn. Back up to Sexton. Three on the clock. Driving, hesitating, scooping, scoring. He's special. Collin will lead all Jazz scorers tonight. He has 23. And Memphis wanted out of this misery midway through the second quarter, and they have finally been released from their pen. It was not a good night for Memphis, and a great night for the Jazz, a get-better night for Utah. The first of a seven-game stretch for Utah where they can make some hay, and they made a lot of hay tonight. Well, picking up their second win and their second win at home. No question that Memphis is injury-riddled. And when the Jazz win, you win with Swig, the official soda shop of the Utah Jazz. Celebrate the sweet taste of victory with a free treat courtesy of Swig. Download the Swig app to get your free Swig treat tomorrow while supplies last. One per app user, Swig, the official soda shop of the Utah Jazz. Madeline Crandall, our ace player goalie is waiting for Colin Sexton, and Colin's gonna join us here. And Colin Sexton throws the headset on and joins us now. Colin, throw that mic a little closer to your mouth. Yes, Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. How are you, my man? I'm doing good. What was that like out there tonight when everything was just rolling so beautifully? Uh, it was good. I felt like tonight we all just pretty much just stayed on the same, like, same page and just continue to fight and continue to play to the end. At the end of the day, when you're playing together and doing it for, for a common goal, and that's the win, uh, we're going to have times like these and nights like this. You got a lot of what I would call second side drives. Ball comes around you, defense is shifting, and you're able to break it. Is that where you're feeling most comfortable? Yeah, I, I feel like that's where coach pretty much wants me. He wants me, once the ball comes to me, um, make a play and do what I have to do. And at the end of the day, uh, if no one stops you, finish it, or if they stop the drive, kick it out. You have so much talk about last year just surviving the year with the injuries yes. and all that. How are you feeling right now? I feel great. I feel great. Um, my expectation and my goal this season is to play all 82 plus the playoffs. So uh, right now I just got to just continue to stay healthy and just continue to do each and everything each and every day just so that I can uh, be here for my team. At the end of the day, um, I'm, I'm a lot better when I'm uh, on the floor. Is it an adjustment for you playing off guard now? Uh, it's not an adjustment too much just because I, I, I'm a combo guard. At the end of the day, you can't take that away from me. I know how to play both positions when it comes down to it. Um, even just tonight, just facilitating, but also scoring uh, whenever needed. Just from a big picture standpoint, how important was it for you guys to get some positive reinforcement and get a win tonight? Uh, it was very important. I feel like uh, we needed this win just to get back on our feet and just pretty much just continue to push. Um, the last couple games have been tough, but we just continue to push through, and um, tonight we got a great win. Well, it's the NBA, so you know what? We'll see you tomorrow. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank Bye -bye. you. Colin Sexton with us.